McNally has a, a podcast, by the way. I want to mention this. It's called The Vinyl Countdown. A lot it's, of people are digging this. It's McNally's new podcast where he meets with his drunk friends at different bars around Toronto. Hmm. He's a whole press kit. <laughs> people say they like it because it's the return of the classic McNally where he actually tells jokes and almost never cries. <laughs> Right now, they're posting recordings that they did in New York during the April 15th festivities. The last one features an interview with Newsy recorded while he was high as balls. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Vinylcountdown.ca. And I heard these last two, by the way. Uh, they're like 20 minutes long each. Doesn't take up a lot of your time. And you hear Newsy honestly believing that he can make his body light enough to fly. <laughs> He's a fairy. Now, everybody, everybody there, they're either drunk or high. So they quickly go to another point. Whereas I would have had him try to fly. <laughs> but potato, potato, you know, that's their show. What am I going to say? You could send, you could send those suggestions. I'm sure. Vinylcountdown.ca, you say? I bet he's sober by now. That's what I'm saying. Can I shut the Port Authority bathroom? We all did. Yeah, so uh, Vinyl Countdown, new episode. McNally, Picard, Craig, and Monjo. So yeah, let's do that real quick. So how'd you guys like the Port Authority bathroom? It was disc I had to hover while I took a shit. It was the worst. My calves hurt so much the next day. When I went in, it was like, yeah, it smelled like a barn, except not like a barn because it was clearly human shit smell, not cat or not horse <laughs> manure. And yeah, it's just amazing that it, on a different day for each of us too, that for some reason we all independently, the three of us, had to shit there. And like... There's no better, again, like, just what the hell's wrong with this city than having to do that. Okay. You know? I'm going to sound like a retard. What's the Port Authority? It's where all the buses... What? It's kind of like a union What a retard, this guy. Yeah, it's where all the buses come in, like yeah. all the mega buses and Greyhounds and okay. all the Jersey buses and all the subways, like everything. So it's sort of like our union station, but times 10. Yeah, I mean, they've yeah. got, like, that Penn Station and Grand Central kind of spread. So it spreads between three things, but okay. it's... It's a lot of activity. The trains don't stop there except for the subway trains. It's mostly uh, buses and the subway. And it's right by Times Square. So yeah, it's like a lot of traffic and it's fucking disgusting. The toilets are like supermax prison toilets. So like stainless steel the entire oh, thing. God. Didn't you see a naked man, Keith, at the... <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was in there, yeah. On my way out, there was uh, a dude, black dude, with uh, his uh, pants and underwear down to his ankles. And just, he was like, had the paper towels, and he was just like, yeah, doing the dick slang. And just <laughs> propeller cock. No, but he was just like, wiping or sort of dabbing at his, his genital region. And I don't know what was going on there. He was just standing there naked with his dick yeah, hanging out? dick out, man. You could see his dick. Dick to the wind. Is it true what they say? It, that one wasn't that big, no. Oh. That's why he's homeless. Well, thank <laughs> like, you. Now that, now that we know, we don't have anything to be worried about. He was rejected Black from society. raping us all the time. All right, so uh, let me start with, we're just going through our miscellaneous leftover notes here. Wrap shit up. <laughs> this was a weird thing, and I don't know, I have a feeling maybe it makes me sound douchey or something, but fuck it, this is what happened to me. I didn't talk about it. It happened yesterday. So... Uh, we just got our vinyl countdown shout out on Keith and the Girl because I did uh, some uh, Keith and the Girl TV editing for Keith Malley and instead of payment I was like hey you know those shout outs you do fucking hook me up yo hook me up with one of those and it's weird because like it's hard to remember now like when I moved to New York and was on Keith and the Girl like obviously part of why I did that is because everybody wants to know what it's like to be famous everybody wants to give that a shot and I was no different I had to go see what it was like but I can't really remember what it was like anymore because it doesn't feel that way anymore like this trip to New York it really didn't phase me meeting all these people talking to them or match game a little bit with the, the roast because I was clearly unprepared but even still not that much like I'm just not that phased by that whole world but oh man I just blew that out 
But, <laughs> take two. This is the weirdest thing. Getting the shout out too on, on Keith and the girl. It's like, you know, I was talking to Mally all day on AIM and sending him shit and then listen live, heard the shout out, whatever. It wasn't until I saw in the pictures for that episode, I'm just going through the pictures and there's Joel's vinyl countdown logo. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And stuff right now that's amazing. Yeah, so I was just sitting there and like a, a, a minute after that, I just started feeling like lightheaded and weird. I just had this weird feeling started coming through my body and I was like, what the fuck's happening? And then I realized it was a fame high. I haven't felt that in like three years. I forgot what it's like or two years. But that's totally what it was. It's just that visibility that all those people are going to see the logo Joel made for our podcast just gives it this new reality and this new validation. And it's just like, and it's like, yeah, that's what I used to feel like being at Keith and the Girl shit and being on Keith and the Girl. And like, that's that because it's just, it's a total high. It's definitely what it is. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is fucked up. Like I start feeling floaty and I'm like, that's why, that's why I was chasing that dragon. That's why everyone does, you know? And I guess it's good that that I didn't become fucking or attempt to be like this is what this is why you get Lindsay Lohan and you get Charlie Sheen it's people that can't stop and they gotta keep in this a whole life and it's crazy yeah I'm glad I don't feel that anymore and I don't want that and I don't want to have any of that because it's just the bad side is just so shitty but it was weird to feel it again and that's what set it off of all these things I, all these years since I left New York it was just seeing our logo in the fucking show note pictures there it is, yeah, there yo. It is. Right next to Buff Elvis Rico and fucking some other guy. That's nice. cool. Anyway, we all had to shit independently in Port Authority bathroom. That's one of my notes. We hit it. Yeah, right on, man. It was it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Like at my office, I can actually sit on the toilet. I'm not worried about it because yeah. usually I don't go to the bathroom anywhere unless it's like an emergency. And the Port Authority was emergency. Well, the last time I was in New York was uh, I mean I was mostly in Queens all the time, but. As I was waiting for the bus, I was at the Port Authority, and it's like, I don't want to shit here. But I walked around Times Square for, like, fucking 30 minutes. No bathrooms. There's nothing. Like when me and Mike, we were walking through Times Square, too. Nothing. No bathrooms. Like, you, you have to go to the Port Authority, and it's, ah. Oh. Yeah, and I was in, like, I, it was an emergency for me, too. Otherwise, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> yeah. I drank, like, would. a large Starbucks coffee and just went right through me, and I was like, this, is, this has to happen. Yeah, the, the only reason I went, because I, I had thought I already shat myself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I wasn't quite there, but I was close, I think. Well, yeah, like, it was the morning I was hungover, sort of. Oh, this I, week? No, like... This, this year, I mean. Yeah, oh. that, that morning. That uh, after I got blackout drunk and Keith got really annoyed with us. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got uh, oh, what's that, uh, fuck, what's that old, that propaganda movie? Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. I had Reefer Madness. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I definitely had to uh, check my underwear. Because I, I, oh. I thought I sharded myself and I was like, oh, this is going to be either a story or it's going to work out just fine. So your underwear was fine? No. Nothing. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, damn. It was your nice new pink ones, too, wasn't it? I know, it was. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to dump these in the trash can. Oh, you got like, pink underwear to go with your pink socks? You like $22 yeah. underwears or something like that. Pink tights, you yeah. got a whole thing. Oh, God. Pink tutu. <laughs> Sorry. He was wearing, yeah, matching socks, underwear, and shirt. That day. I, I heard about the socks and shirt. I didn't realize there was underwear. Only I knew about the underwear because I was with him when he bought it. Yeah, it got me a 10% discount. This guy. <laughs> this guy right here. Two thumbs. So uh, one of my notes, and uh, this, this, these little moments I would have forgotten if I didn't write it down. I think it was just me and you, because when we first got to town, 
huge ass girl at Subway. Man, it was huge. Remember, we were in the subway and there was just this chick waiting for the subway who had like a really big ass, and the rest of her was normal size. She was like Latin or something, Latina. Oh my god, I do not remember. Man, you should have seen the size of this chick's ass, but it was like not like badonkadonk, horrible, like popcorn kernel that it was exploded. Globular. Yeah, it was just like it was nice, but it was so big. It was like, what the fuck happened? How is that even? How can Yeah, the maybe there was like some sort of padding or something, right? There must have been. I don't know. Maybe. It would make more sense. It would make me We should have just went up and grabbed her ass. Uh, my, my grade 7 teacher had an ass like that. Like, she she wasn't skinny, <laughs> right. but like, I mean, she was average, her body. But then her ass, like, her back came down and then her ass went out like a foot. I swear <laughs> to God, just huge Did ass. you ever grab it? It was like no, crown moldings or well, something? Well, you were 7. You could get, totally get away with grabbing someone's ass when you were 7. Yeah, but I didn't want to. It was disgusting. It was the hugest ass I've ever seen in my Does life. Does she have any descent? Nope. Oh, White, blonde hair. She was fairly Aryan. <laughs> See, that's the thing too. Is I guess like just I, I was misinterpreting where I didn't want to just say out loud like, "Did you see how big that chick's ass is?" So I guess I was I just assumed that me and Picard both were wowed and amazed. Where could I'm, you use her ass as a shelf? Like, could you put like a coffee cup? On probably her, her and ass while she's because, standing up. Because I'm sure all I did so it wouldn't be awkward. Is I probably just like half muttered like, "This chick's ass, right?" Ooh. And to me, that was like, "We're all clear here. We know." <laughs> but, <laughs> but apparently, yeah, it was not such a momentous occasion. I thought reading that, I thought you'd just be like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I've started to like pay attention to women's asses a lot more recently. I find like way more. It's like I like them. I've never dated a chick with like a really great ass, and now I'm like looking at asses all the time. I was like, ah, I love asses. I would put my penis in between those cheeks. No, like a hot dog bun. Yeah, that's fun, man. It's a good time. Hot well, dog. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I love asses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for that input, Mike. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Is there anyone who doesn't love asses, man or woman? I, I really didn't care. Lesbian? I really didn't care before. I was like, whatever, it's an ass. I don't give a really? shit. Oh, I've always loved but asses. now it's like, oh god, you, I need, I need a nice ass. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I do like me a good ass. <laughs> it is weird, yeah. Like I don't know. I used to just spend so much time, like, why, why are my genetics like they are? How does this make sense? Tits, asses, it doesn't make sense. It's nice to just be like, who cares? It yeah. fucking maybe evolution for millions of years. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that had something to do with it. You like what you like? Why did why did you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? It was the same thing. I don't, like I don't know. <laughs> evolution, <laughs> same reason, yeah. right? I don't know. Why do you like things? Why do you like? Why do people like the color red over the color blue? I don't know. We like what you like. Don't read into it. <laughs> that, was almost, that was almost an awesome quote of like, like what you like, don't read into it. But then I'll kill you. Kind of for inclusion on our calendar. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I got more dumb notes, but I mean, jump in at a time. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I got nothing. I, I could go over yeah, again what I did while you guys were in New York. I guess, yeah, Craig's just like, what more? Who cares about this? So, on. The uh, Sex and Diamonds just tweeted that she was on her podcast. Boom. Holy shit. Fame high. Publicity. <laughs> uh, so on the bus, on the way home, we were talking about being lube and being sentient. Do you remember anything about oh, that? Yeah, sentient what lube. sentient lube? Uh, I don't, but I mean, let's extrapolate. If you had... <laughs> so, oh, no, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you had you, sentient lube, it would be almost like a nanotech thing where it would go... Exactly where you wanted it to go. Yeah, like it wants friction, so it goes where it needs to be. You know? Why did <laughs> no. you think that was such a great note at the time? Because... 
we've been awake, like we barely slept for four days, and then we had to take the long ass bus ride home. Yeah, I was saying earlier, I don't think we recorded it, but just like, yeah, I was amazed at me and Picard's ability. Like we've been on these long bus rides before, but never under such circumstances where not only were we so exhausted and the ride was so long and we didn't get enough sleep, but I was coming off my reefer madness and we still were just, yeah, cracking each other up like the whole ride home. We had to take like 20 minutes of saying funny shit, then like two hours of staring at the window. <laughs> but still, I think we did all right for a 12 yeah, hour no, ride. It wasn't bad. Do you remember that fucking bus driver we had who I thought he was German, but it turns out he was just French? Right. What an <laughs> asshole. French people are assholes. They are the worst. He, he like called border security into the bus to like check someone out. Yeah, what? They do this thing. What a dick. In uh, Rochester, they stop the bus and they do spot checks to just see if you're a citizen or if you've got papers or you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be because apparently they catch a lot of people that have been in the country illegally and don't expect to get caught because they're just on a bus. And it's because of 9-11 they're allowed to get away with this shit, lax laws and whatever. But yeah, there was, like, he he was helping them, like, find people. What an asshole. What a dick. Yeah. People who are paying his fucking salary. And he was you just... You call it a salary. Hourly wage. More like it, probably. I wish I had written more notes, because I can't remember specifically Oh, you now. said such hilarious things, too. I Any remember. You were stuff. just imitating him the entire time. Yeah, but even just the things he said, yeah, like, he was just a cocksucker. Like, on the way up, we had that guy that was too friendly. We yeah. recorded a little bit of him, where yeah. he just, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. couldn't... Just couldn't be the more friendly. The bus to the airport is a 275, and... <laughs> and he was probably American, so yeah, it was a flip-flop, because... Canadians are fun, but not French Canadians. No, I yeah, hate French he was the worst. Like the oh, he was part. selling people out. And he was like, uh, "Do not listen to music for you will distract me." First of all, <laughs> oh, that was one. We stopped one of the stops. It's clearly an actual stop. There's a rest place right. there. He's like, "We're just stopping here to gas up. No one get off. Do not waste my time by asking if you can get up because you can't get up." It's like, well, fine, fuck me in my ass. And then, like, the Chinese people on the bus who couldn't speak any English yeah, at all get up and they're, like, waiting to get off and they don't see anyone else moving. They're like, uh... Yeah, this lady in front of us really could not speak a word of English. Yeah, because she didn't know what was going on. Her husband. Yeah, so we're waiting at the fucking Port Authority. We got we got there. Or we had to wait early to get on the bus, make sure we got a seat. So we were sitting there for, like, two and a half hours waiting. Yeah, so this fucking... Uh, oh, this, in the line. This, like, Chinese dude then shows up and he's like, hey, by the way, my... Was it just his wife or was it his wife? and kid. There was a child with them. Yeah, and he's like, hey, uh, here's my wife and kid who somehow have not learned a word of English. They're going to Toronto without me. Can you make sure they get there okay? And it's like, what, what the hell is your problem? What I said yes, of yeah. course. What makes us look responsible? But, now? I mean, we could have totally sold them into slavery, right? That little Does boy? Toronto have that? I don't think it could have. No, there's human trafficking in Toronto. Don't worry. And again, yeah, it's like... one of the things, isn't it? It's, yeah, like, it's one of the things in Toronto. <laughs> no, I mean, in the, the election, that's one of the issues that people keep talking about. Is human we could have totally sold that little boy. Well, I know that's one of those things, too, is like, uh, you know, speak English or get out of my country. Country. Well, but, no, like in the hotel that we were staying at in New York, they didn't speak a fucking word of English. All they knew was yes, no, and talked at a front desk. Did they? I don't even know if they knew that. But at least they're in a situation where, you know, they can get by or there's people around. They can get by. <laughs> they couldn't. No, they couldn't get by. They yeah, didn't understand. They, come back later to ch change our room when we're not here. But in a, I mean, I was with you on the hotel thing until I remembered about this lady because it's just so much worse. It blows right, that yeah. out of the water. Oh, she like, didn't understand anything. Yeah, you can't just send your wife and kid not only on a bus across a border. Yeah, because at Canada Customs. Yeah, they had to wait till they could find someone who could speak that language. Well, there was really? this, oh, luckily oh, there was God. someone on the bus who spoke Cantonese. Oh, was that how it happened? Yeah, and, and she was, and she had to translate for the customs officers. Oh, Jesus! And they had like shit in their bags they couldn't take across the border like Man, plants that could and have fruits. been so much worse though if there wasn't well, they just got sent back to the states 
it really was just ludicrous. And uh, yeah, at one point, that lady, because I guess she remembered us as her guardians or whatever, when she was being talked to by people in the translation, she had a bag, like a big garbage bag with stuff in it, and she, like, motioned, like, can you take this to yeah, the bus for me? Yeah, takes the bus was like, I'm not touching like, anything. Rule number one, they, they can't say it enough times. Like, has anyone else touched your bags, handled your shit? I don't know what this is. It's probably nothing, but I'm not touching your mm-hmm. shit. I don't need to be pulled into this. You come across the border with no plans. And that's the thing that really kills me, is it doesn't even matter if you don't know English, that's fine. Buy a translator. They, they're yeah. easy to get, you type in the thing, it speaks it out in English. I just get one! What the fuck? It was unbelievable to me, like, yeah. that's way too much. Like, I'm, I'm on your side now, Picard. You, 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 you should have to know English or French before you come into Canada or America. Or you should at least buy one of those, what do they cost, 50 bucks? Come on, meet me halfway here. It's, it was absurd. Well, any smartphone has a translator app, too. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you have yeah, a right? phone. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. It was just out of control. Like, and yeah, that guy, the customs guy, trying to talk, and he's yeah, he like, just kept repeating. He was saying just louder. It really made me less worried about crossing the border because they all got through. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> compared to that, I must be a fucking walk in the park with my. Yeah, well, we just went up together both times, going in and out, and they're like, "All right, just have a nice welcome back to Canada." Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Count count me in as a uh, conservative blowhard white guy. I now am. <laughs> I'm now on their side because yeah. that's just absurd. Yeah, it just makes no sense to like move to a country that speaks English predominantly and not know a single word of English. Not even come back later. Like. If you're working in the hotel, come back later should be a very common phrase. Just, even from yeah. context clues, you should have picked it up. We're all sleeping. Like, what yeah. the fuck? What, what, do you, what do you think we want from you? Yeah. Well, I want you to go away. Or if you're the husband guy, unless he was just trying to have them, like, killed or lost. <laughs> go to the <laughs> dollar store. just trying store. to get rid of them, that's all. Go to the dollar store, buy a notebook, write down ten important phrases in her language and English so she can point to them. Do something, you fucking retard. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's tons of like books, like world books, where you can like have languages in them, right? Yeah. Like translation books. Yeah, French to English dictionaries, Chinese to yeah. English dictionaries. Like, why would you not have one of those if you were traveling across a border? Yeah, crossing the border yeah. too. That's just the final straw. It's like, you just even... think North America is just like, oh, let's just, well, who gives a shit? Man. We have borders here. Sorry, this yeah. isn't Mexico. That was ridiculous. We're supporting there too. Sorry. <laughs> I don't value the Mexican border as highly as the Canadian-U.S. border. <laughs> So, uh, and then to jump back on our bus ride in, we noticed that in New Jersey, we must have saw like 10 people, right? All driving, like with- Yeah, with one hand on the wheel. On top of the wheel, leaning back. Yeah. Like New Jersey douchebag. I see a lot of that in Hamilton too. Oh Uh, yeah. When I was going to school in Hamilton, yeah, I saw a lot of that. Like every car we saw. It was way too much to be coincidence. Like it's definitely like their culture is just like, yeah, they're just like- And they do the lead to the side, right? I'm a fucking New Jersey ass, so. They grab the stick with their right hand and the wheel with their, their left and they kind of lean to the side like that. It's funny too, this guy that uh, I met the other day when I was hanging out with Erica and her husband and one of their random friends, he lives near us, so I was walking back with him. And yeah, I was just talking about being in the States, I don't know how it came up, but he brought up too, he's like, yeah, it's like so different when you get there. All of a sudden, it's like all the convenience stores have super cheap, like gross candy and everyone is all hillbilly and fat and weird and dumb. <laughs> like, I know, right? It's true. It's just true. Fucking America, man. They did sing our national anthem. That's true. That was nice. that was fun. We got the recording. Did you put what? that in the yeah, podcast? Yeah, it's in the one that's coming out. Uh, Who started that? How did that happen? I don't know. It was, so, yeah, someone. I think. I actually think it was like Gunner. Or something. It was on yeah. stage though. It was 
part no, of karaoke, no, no, wasn't no, no, it? No, no, no. This, this, Lucas you really don't remember this night. This was the last night. Lucas sang no, it during karaoke, night. but no. then later on, it was just a spontaneous O Canada in the middle of a bar. And you were there, and you were singing, I remember. <laughs> was I? Yes. <laughs> I was so drunk. It probably That's was awesome. Gunner, and every time I talk about it about the States, he comes into my head and I feel bad because he's so awesome. <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's, he's not what I expected at all, just from the guy named the Gunner. And, Are you serious else? that recording wasn't from karaoke? It was not. It was no, from the last was, night. Absolutely. Because it was Long Shlong Sean that recorded it and we weren't hanging out with him that first night. Oh but. my god. <laughs> what did I do play? that hour? <laughs> what I- well, honestly, really the only thing that was weird was that, you know, that you teared up and I'm glad you remember that because it was going to be weird. I to totally be, remember that. That's hilarious. Because I was going to have to bring it up but I was like, how do I even bring this up? <laughs> it's no, so it's totally fair for you to bring it up. I, I have no <laughs> idea why I was crying either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, yes. yeah, I, I emailed the like, who hasn't done that the other day. Yeah, I, hell, like, I, I why clearly was, have. Why was I crying? And she's like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an emotional. It's good for a man to cut loose once in a while. I so, guess. So uh, let's 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 ping pong. You got more notes? Let's go back and forth between uh, the card and our leftover notes. See, so, yeah, I did the Asian cleaning one person. That's like the only specific New York related note. But uh, what was my high ideas that I had for uh, TV shows? Lonely Planet Guidebook for oh, High People. Yes. Okay. When I was high that f- night three, the first time I got real high, I was talking to uh, youngest Bromsky, and he came up with the best idea for one of those Lonely Planet guidebooks of like things to see in the city because it was always so lame. It's like, oh, go see the CN Tower, go to Casa Loma. Yeah, I would have thought, I would have figured that out. <laughs> Do one for if you're high. Oh, it's, that's why. It's because Lil's Brumsky was talking about in his hometown. I think yeah, they're like from Florida. Like a waterfall or something? Yeah, there was this waterfall that like him and his friends went to in the summer. And maybe it's not Florida because in the winter they went there too. I don't know where they're from. In the winter they'd go there to skate and they would try to hide it from people. And it was like their favorite spot, the most beautiful spot. But then he said he went back recently and realized it's not that beautiful at all. It's just this he little... He was high. He was high every time. But I was like, that's that a would good be, idea. Yeah, like, like Stoner's Guide to Toronto. Let's do it. Yeah, where do you, you gotta go? Gotta get the nachos at fucking uh, <laughs> at fucking Sneaky D's. Yeah, I don't know. Put it together and I'll lay it out in. Yeah, what would be even better? It'd be one thing to do it as a fan project, but imagine if you got hired to write that guide. Go to different cities around the world and find all the best places. Well, find other stoners and like, where should we go, man? Where can, can we see the totally most beautiful dishes? Oh, totally. We could totally. He's right. We could totally get funny. We do one for Toronto and then prove like what we can do and then. Yeah. yeah, totally a funding to make do a, a business book. plan. Isn't that a good idea, man? I think that's an awesome. I think idea. it's a great idea. Yeah, no, yeah. we should totally do it. I, I design it. Joel's a print designer as well, so I mean, he could totally lay it I'm out a for us. Stoner, a legend. Yeah. <laughs> I already, I, I haven't been there high yet, but I think it would be good. Is um, the where there's like the CN Tower, and then there's that like man-made beach, the H2O Park. Sit there while the sun's going down. It's good anyway. If you were high, oh god, it'd be so good. I wish I was there right now because I used to live by there. It's pretty close to here, and uh, yeah. oh, amazing. And then I remember now one of the other ideas I had soon after because we were talking about stand-up shit and you know whatever would be like uh, Last Comic Standing, except the judges are all high as balls. <laughs> and then right. what would make the show good wouldn't be the comedians and their comedy. It would be, <laughs> no matter how bad they are, the comedi- or the judges would just be dying, you know? <laughs> and that's what, I would watch that show. I think that would yeah. be very entertaining. It would probably be better than regular Last Comic Standing. Yeah, yeah, because then that's what would be good about it, would be the high judges trying to explain why they were laughing so hard, <laughs> what they found so funny. I think that would be fucking great. I was so high that night. It was fucking dumb. It was really fun. Man. So did you, did you know that snakes have two dicks? <laughs> what? Yeah, so how did that fact come up? I have no idea. Someone told us. Who was it? 
I told you because I, I don't know something about snakes. But I, it didn't just come to you. No, <laughs> but, from the gods. But, divine but, intervention. Yeah, there was some sort of conversation that snakes came up and snakes. I have no idea now. I was I looked it up on Wikipedia and snakes have two dicks. Yeah, some of our notes are not holding up. Like, I, I guess we, I guess someone said about a snake's dick, and I was like, do snakes even have dicks? And I guess they do. They have two of them. Yeah. And one's extra because sometimes your dick gets ripped off, as you know. <laughs> as you know. Yeah, that's one of those things that seemed seemed very interesting and important at the time. And on those lines, I was just earlier today, I was like, why do I have a note that says Picard pudding? What does that mean? And he's like, well, that's because I hate pudding. Yeah, pudding's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, pudding's awesome. Vanilla, no, magic uh, moments, vanilla pudding. I can eat pudding like once a year, but like the texture of it is just so yeah, weird. It's like good. so thick and... And skin on the pudding? Oh, that's oh, the grossest. Oh, yeah, you, you make the jello pudding no, and then you I get the skin, skin on No, I hate skin on anything. Skin on anything is disgusting. That's like, if you guys ever had... Tomato soup skin, that's great too. You're a faggot. Or did you ever have jello where you don't stir it enough, so on the bottom is the gel? Bottom? No. Oh yeah, it's like, like hard. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like bottom skin, and yeah, it's also yeah. delicious. That's gross. But yeah, I mean that's. But, but that's, like putting like and the uh, powder in it, like if you don't mix it well enough, that little powder burst that goes. So you're so busy, oh, fucking mix it good enough then. I, <laughs> sorry, I don't mix it good enough. I don't got a fucking egg beater. Sorry. But yeah, I, I don't know why I wrote that down. Like, was I mean, that on the bus? Yeah, I was on the bus. We were talking about pudding for some reason. So delirious. <laughs> like I just made fun of the French driver enough. No wonder something. we had such a good time. <laughs> I know, right? We thought that was fascinating. I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded. The 12 hours of conversation, and Picard doesn't like pudding. <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta make another this. I just, I'm just like trying to. Sort of <laughs> just like, oh, this is head. good. This is going in. <laughs> talking about this on the show couldn't be more fascinating. We probably talked about that for ten minutes. <laughs> oh, definitely more than ten minutes. No, it did. It worked out, but it's just surprising to me that would have. Well, I would have talked about pudding and been like, this is boring. <laughs> well, also, I guess when I say too about how impressed I was at how well we kept each other entertained, we were both laid back in the seat and just like muttering, like, yeah, yeah. You know, man, I go for some. Like, how, how could it have come up? Like, vanilla pudding is fine. That's good. Oh, I hate pudding. It's fucking gross. Oh, that's, that's fucking funny. I'm writing that down. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That was our level of energy. Like, we had nothing. Yeah, like, we realized we were fucking money bags Mike and getting his plane home. We we're like a third of the way home, and we're like, he's already home. I hate yeah. his guts. <laughs> what a dick. He's asleep right now in his warm bed. I mean, Cheese was home too, but he had to go straight to work, so I didn't yeah. feel good for him. I even went to Tweetgasm. Even though it was, really? it was over by the time I got there. Yeah, so you went oh, to yeah. Tweetgasm to cause shit, right? And then Michael News, it was Passover, so Michael News, the Jew, didn't show up. As if I needed another reason to hate him. Please cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no reason we need to make continue this long-standing feud. Uh, it was horrible. I went with uh, Julian. We were both just like, okay, we're going to be antisocial now, because like, this is a fucking dumb thing to go to. That's like when I was hanging out with Scott, I guess, and he bought me the drink, and we are like, hey, buddy. And then I was sort of like wondering, like, what? Where Mike is. Just on this. But then, yeah, finally, because my drink was so ridiculous, like this huge drink of pure whiskey, Mike was like, Where'd you get that from? And I was like, You're not gonna like this? <laughs> Scotticus is the best guy in the world. <laughs> As if you had to hide that from me. Like, I didn't. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I he, was a, he was a jerk to me online once. I don't really hate him. You know, like, I just, I, you know, whatever. It gave us uh, something to talk about in the episode. Okay, so, um,. We solved, as Toronto's greatest think tank, we really are, it took us, I guess we had to go to a different country to really spark shit up, but we solved the honking problem in New York. Right, City. yes. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's how this. So this came in two steps. The final pieces of the puzzle, it was me, Cheese, and Doug walking around, but, so tell me the first half. How did this happen? How did this come up and stuff? Well, I... I mean, obviously everyone honks all the time. Yeah, someone honked, just... and, and I guess we were talking on the way to the bus with Mike. 
like that they should just not be able to honk if you're going zero miles per hour. Yeah, maybe that's, that's how we figured it. Good thought. Yeah, okay. why, yes. why are you able to honk if you're going zero miles per hour? It makes yeah, no your sense. Your car doesn't limit you from honking if you're going. Yeah, below. like say ten miles or slower. Because yeah. yeah, if you're gonna run into a kid or something, you might need to honk. So. But if you're if you're completely stopped, if you're completely yeah, no, even ten, no, it should be completely stopped. It doesn't work. If you're going one mile an hour, it should work. But if you're going zero. Well, like speedometers don't go above ten, but, right? But if you could go the a little, knows, but people would do that on purpose. They would move a little bit so they could honk. So I think you got to go. Yeah, so it's yeah, like ten yeah, miles right. and less because there's such assholes like our hotel was really high up and you would just hear these honks from way down in the street that never ended just ah like, fuck you yeah, yeah just like i don't remember and, and we and we figured like before. you couldn't do that for every car right because then you'd have to change the whole car industry right so but, we would do it only for cabs because the cab industry is so regulated in new york there's a set number you have to be approved by everybody they could totally do that but are they the, the biggest cabs. honk violators they're pretty oh, definitely yeah. yeah they're asshole fuck faces most, most of manhattan is cabs yeah. But uh, yeah, and they don't honk when they're gonna hit Big Jim, but they honk every other second of the day. Yeah. Oh, and on top of the speed thing, also, you should only get five seconds of honking per minute. And that's still a long honk. Five seconds is a long time. Yeah. So that's plenty. And yeah, I, that's five one second honks. Like, that's are you allowed to do that? Yeah. Is that allowed? What? To break up the five seconds. Yeah, you get five seconds over the minute. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I'm, I'm okay. But I mean, if you I'm just go, ah, 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 you get five seconds. Like it knows <laughs> that you're being a jerk off. I'm just trying to think of a scenario why you need to honk if you're not moving, and I can't. So. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is we're like, if they just took all horns yeah. out of New York, would it destroy the infrastructure? I mean, the only, the reason, I can, but I don't the think only so. reason I can think of for honking is if you're like honking to get someone to come down from their house. Or yeah. their apartment. And but that's what know, we have phones for. Yeah, yeah. or you're going to hit Big Jim, and they don't even do that. <laughs> like, yeah. the worst. Yeah. And he was moving, too, so, I mean... Oh, and he's not a little target. He's 6'7", for fuck's sake. Yeah, so, I mean... Is that why they call him Big Jim? <laughs> that is. So, I mean, we solved that problem. And uh, They'll never take our advice, most likely, but... Well, that's the thing, is, like, uh... Just who who do we in, email? The other day I was Taxis walking... Taxis at New York. I was walking down Dundas toward Roncesvalles, and uh, it does get kind of scummy. There's parts of it where there's quite a bit of garbage on the sides of like little hills and shit. And I was thinking of how like Preston Buttons, he's he thinks Toronto sucks so much, and he's like, ah, Toronto's at least as bad as New York. New York's at least got New Yorkness on top of the. Wait, dirtiness. so he likes New York better than Toronto? Yeah, yeah it's he's ridiculous. A fake. Don't worry, Jesus. But every once in a while, like I get to a part of Toronto that is kind of run down, and I'm like, yeah, okay, this particular some part spots, is yeah. pretty shitty. But it's just the lifestyle in general is the, the, the killer. It's like everyone in New York is so hassled and hurried and angry and unfriendly and honking and crowded. And that's why it's not okay. You know, it's just... Yeah, I almost never hear honking outside, like, my office. And, yeah, if you hear honking and I'm at, And I'm at, like, Union Station. Like, there should be honking there all the time. Like, every once in a while you hear an uncalled for honk. But usually it's because someone almost got hit. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, what the fuck? So, like, yeah. It, it like... I remember after being here a while, because New York, it just desensitizes you. Then I went back to New Brunswick, you never hear a honk ever. The first time I heard a honk here in Toronto, I was here about a week or so, it's like a, a lightning bolt of terror went at me. I was like, what the fuck was that? And that's what honks are supposed to do. Yeah. No one in New York reacts that way to honks, and that's how you know that place is fucking fucked up. Fucking New York. <laughs> and yeah, the subways are so gross, man. We were walking around with, with Corey from Brooklyn with his flip-flops going through the fucking yeah, that toxic was waste. Up. 
Like, why would you wear flip-flops anywhere in that city? Oh, yeah, that's gross. You're, You're going to get a needle that. in the toe. And those subways, that was demoralizing. The subway we were in, they were actually trying to clean it, and it just made it worse. It was just this filth sludge. They were just, like, spraying, like, a, like a hose, basically, with soap. They were power washing. And it was the just, like, the, and it was not working. And it was just, like, this filthy water just, like, cascading down the steps, and it was just, like, we were walking up the steps. It was just so gross. Yeah, and he's flip-flopping it up. I mean, I... I, I so gross. Even when we were hanging out with him, and uh, and I was I was a little glad how you guys so quickly came to my side of just like look at this, what's going on? It was the garbage bags on at every like outside every single storefront constantly. Yeah, that's what day. did it for me. But since Corey is so nice and has always been nice to me and is born and bred Brooklyn, I was like, oh, I don't want to say bad things while he's here, but you're, he's but you're, you guys are so right. <laughs> you know? But I was like, I can I can calm it down just for now. But yeah, or uh, that first night, the that bar we went to with uh, Kyle and Bridget, where <laughs> garbage bags everywhere. But then the garbage truck came by, and there was none, and it was like awesome. It looked like a movie set. It was all cool. Within twenty minutes, two more garbage bags. Like it never stops. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they shouldn't have garbage every day then. But they have to. Right? They got no they option. They don't have to. I mean, they can start recycling or something. Like, come on. But they're still going to be recycling outside because there's no the city's so packed. There's no room for like dumpsters and stuff like That's we have ridiculous. here. Yeah, because like, it's then like, just get rid of the city. All those buildings too are all of it. so high, but they all have to share the same street space. It's yeah. like in uh, Blade Runner, they talk about this. It's like. In Blade Runner world, you never go on the street. That's like the basement. That's where the poor people go. Everyone has flying cars and they never go below the 50th floor. You know, like someday maybe that'll make New York nice when we can fly through the sky. Yeah. But for now, everyone has no choice. Like you think, uh, you think they like figure out something with the trash. Like how many years has it been that they've had trash in the street every fucking day? And that's the thing. It's like you could recreate New York easy. Just put up a bunch of walls, artificially keep everyone in a 14 fucking mile radius and build on yourselves until everything's horrible. Anyone can do it anytime, and they don't because it doesn't work and it's horrible. Let's stop pretending it's some, some amazing thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It is weird that the, most, the, the biggest city and most important city in the world is on a tiny island. Yeah, because it was all just Ellis Island and the port and stuff, but oh, that was like 100 fucking years ago. Just, oh. <laughs> uh, so I got one more, just Otis, you got anything I'm else? I'm done. Uh, so yeah, the last note then is just that uh, our buddy Otis from Toronto, who's a black dude, this just Otis? Warmed, warmed the cockles of my heart that he was staying in Bushwick, Brooklyn, which is where I and lived in. It's I almost wish we had time to go out there and see it because it's way worse, way worse than I don't. Manhattan. I'm fine. Yeah, because like I'm my, fine with not being mugged. Because my old neighborhood, Brooklyn. Yeah, like uh, I've been to Brooklyn, but. And like Picard saw my old neighborhood in Queens, it was very nice. It's yeah. like King of Queens, the opening of King of Queens. That's where I lived. It looked just like that. It was it was nice. It was the exact away. area, actually. It probably it was. With the Unisphere and everything. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but this part of Brooklyn, it's just so horrifying. Like it just it makes what we saw in Manhattan look awesome. You know, it was just the worst. <coughs> well, even when we stayed out at Spookies in Brooklyn, I mean that's yeah, not even part, really his Brooklyn. Yeah, half and half. Like, when I think back to dating Ian, in my mind, the way I've contextualized it, it's like we dated inside a factory somehow. It just seems like we were always in a horrible place. But uh, Otis was staying out there. And, uh, you know, this is the JMZ line that Jay-Z's named after and where Biggie Smalls was born, all this shit. It's like center of horribleness. It's uh, Tracy, Tracy Morgan grew up there. Just awful. But so I, I was very pleased when I was talking to Otis. And he's like, man, when I go back at night and, and I'm just always afraid I'm going to get robbed. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so great. Because even though he's a fel- he's a black dude, but his, like, Canadianness 
overrides that. He just he's like, I don't belong here. I don't fit in at all. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting that he felt like I felt, except he's also he's black. You know? <laughs> so it's not just that I was white. It's that that place really is fucking horrible. Is what the moral of that story is. I noticed you uh, said the A word again, even though you have to not talk about it for two years. Oh yeah, that's if I actually wanted to hang out with Ayn. So, yeah, oh. that. Yeah, no, it's just. Just as recently as earlier today, in fact, I was thinking about Ian, and I'm just like, don't don't think about it. You can fuck my armpit if you want. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take well, you up there. On you that. go. Problem solved. I still owe you jizz in the face as well. Yeah, no, it's all fine. Yeah, yeah. Go to sleep, Greg. Go to sleep. How many teaspoons is a is a jizz? No. It's one dose Why do you need to know how many mixture. teaspoons it is? <laughs> it's, it's, it's you just jizz. One one dose of buckwheat. But yeah, no, Ian's a pain in the ass, though. That's, that's all that's the only place I was going with that. It's not coincidence that, like, I talk about Ian and dumb weird shit we did all the time that would probably embarrass her, and I never do about Erica, because Erica was cool. <laughs> you know, it's not just that I am a horrible person. I, I am half horrible, but the other person also has to be half horrible, and it comes together, you know? If she was nice, I wouldn't be talking about her all the time, but Ian was not nice. But Fair she enough. sounds like she was super fun to fuck, so I mean... Yeah, armpit hair Cheers on top to of that. a mountain. <laughs> sure. I think I brought this up before too, but even that, or I guess it's... Oh, fuck. Well, I'll hard. take it back then. <laughs> how do you, how do you uncheers? Reverse, just wait. Sure. We'll do, yeah. You can like do it in post, like... <laughs> yeah, just reverse uh, it. Yeah, no, just that her, her fucking neuroses, where it was like, when it turned on, it was so on that... Like, me and but her. you got to stick your dick. She felt like she needed your dick in her throat. Like that has to be the best feeling ever. You, you'd think, but that's the thing. Is like we we banged like so awesome, so like crazy jungle people. And then when it, you know, when when it was over, she like got no. This when it bubbled up of like her thinking that we didn't fuck enough, and you know, it's just like that's fine. It's the the hole you can never fill. <laughs> And trust me, I can fill some holes, motherfucker. <laughs> I got the equipment. I filled the hole. The hole was filled often and well. And yeah, it's like, man, there's no pleasing this woman. Wow. That'd be... I guess most peop- most guys probably don't have that problem. Like, yeah, but I mean... You just can't fuck a girl enough. I don't even know how long I dated it for. It wasn't even a whole year. But yeah, it just wears you out after a while. It's like, this is not worth it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had a situation where I couldn't fuck a girl enough. Like, it's always been... Is the girl's this is too much or it's like well, just enough? I it's feel like, like I must have told this, but I'll just say it in real quick. When she came to visit me in Montreal, I had to like plan for this because it's like it's going to become a big to do if she wants to fuck, and I already just came two hours ago and I'm not <laughs> ready to fuck again. So I didn't come for like the first two and a half days. I would just fuck her till she was good, and then I would stop so that I knew next time I would be ready to go. Because it's just like demanding. It's, that's a good plan. Except it's just not fun after a while. That was fun because it was just vacation. Yeah. But if that's every day, it's like, oh. Yeah, no, that'd be rough. Yeah. It's like, what, don't you think I'm hot? Don't you love me enough? It's like, Jesus, lady, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was it's recorded. It was on Keith and the Girl. Fucking Keith Yeah, no, the tits thing, right? Yeah. Well, the you know, they asked at some point, Keith or him, to somebody asked her, like, how many times do you guys fuck a day? And she's like, I don't know, six or seven? And everyone's jaws hit the floor. And she's like, what? Is that supposed to be a lot? Because she yeah. was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, six or seven a day would be... I mean, like, once a day is... Ridiculous, isn't it? Two, day, two a day would be a lot, probably, right? Anyone else? I, I, Every I day, wouldn't say twice a, lot. a day, yeah. Like, 14 times a week. Yeah, that'd, a that'd be a lot. That'd be nice. I, yeah, no, I'd definitely be happy for first thing in the morning and right, before, right after work. Like, that'd be great. But that would be a lot of sex for most people. Six times a day? 
That's how many times a week? Yeah. Six times a week. I mean, week. I've lost, oh, Jesus Christ, six times Do math. Times, what? 42. Wow, 42 <laughs> times a week. How many times a month? <laughs> Four weeks in a month. It's like yeah. 168. <laughs> oh. so, I was gonna say, uh, fucking. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing too with with Ian. I mean, I got sucked into it and started, you know, believing that somehow I was the problem and I'm some kind of bad fucking person. Where if she, you know, it's like fuck it. If she wants to be friends, she could she could fucking Facebook me type of shit. Because I was just, it was kind of reinforced like being in New York, where uh, just how positive everything was. Of like when I was talking to Stoner Nicole on. Uh, Facebook and she's like, yeah, it was nice hanging out with you. Like, I got your smiling face in my head. Or Stuart Pants was saying he was getting kind of bad vibes from people when they found out he had a porno website. So he was pretty drunk, but well, he's like... Well, this guy, immediately when he tells him, he's like, oh, so you're a scumbag. <laughs> you did say Remember that? that? He said that on the show. Yeah, I did say that. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't recall that. No. But, but Stuart Pants at one point, he was pretty drunk, but he's like, man, McNally, like, yeah, you're, you're not giving me that. You're such... Basically, it just kind of reinforced that I'm a nice, good person, you know? The problem isn't on this side with me and Ian. So it's like, yeah, if she, I, I'm not. If I was to make the effort to, for us to be friends, it would just be me being a bitch again, and I'm not going to do it. You know, if she wants to, I'll work something out. But, but probably that's it. I think we're done. That's fair. So armpit fucking stories. Same story, Keith. I'll tell that one ten more times <laughs> this year. I'm, yeah, that's a great story though. I mean, like, I've never fucked someone's <laughs> armpit. I only I'm aspire sure to. I only aspire to the day where I can fuck someone's armpit. I'm working on it. I got one more note. I just realized I got to just get this one out of the way because I've had it on here since before New York, since uh, Tim Hortons was doing roll up the rim. So for our American fans, occasionally Tim Hortons Coffee does roll up the rim to win where you roll up the rim of your coffee cup and you can win shit. And just this is where my levels of being a bum just get worse and worse and worse is I was at a grocery store with Craig and I was out front waiting for him and I saw a Tim Hortons cup sitting on top of the garbage and it didn't look like anyone had rolled up the rim yet and I looked at it and I looked around, and I looked back, and then I went to check the rim, and someone had rolled it up. But I was like, I just took a fucking mm. cup out of the garbage. But if you had won a Jeep Cherokee, you would have felt pretty good about it. That's true. Um, well, it's a Jeep Cherokee. I don't think you would. F- I don't think anyone feels good about winning a Jeep Cherokee. This guy doesn't have a job. Winning anything is. <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, he won three coffees, and it was like the highlight of. Yeah, the three year. coffees in a row off the Mike needed uh, transit token or whatever. Were a dollar or something, so he traded me his free coffee for like a buck, and uh, I got a free coffee from that. Another free coffee, another free coffee. The only reason it stopped is the next cup was not a roll up the rim. The, the, I, I ran out the whole promotion. Nice. Let, let me ask you this: Do you still have the itch, the itch for the roll up the rim? No, not really. Actually, now that uh, we got the French press at the okay. fucking apartment, it's way oh, better. Oh, fancy ass yeah. fuckers over here! French so press. <laughs> yeah, I don't Hipster need no coffee. more. Freaking but yeah, there's there's the it's, it's just easier. It's got nothing to do with like the cool way to make coffee. It's so much easier to use a French press. You put the coffee in, put the water in, push the thing down, you got coffee. Yeah, it's great. You can do any size you need or any yeah. strength you want. It's and just it's so convenient. delicious. I love it. There's nothing to do with. I, I don't even put sugar in it. That's how good it is. I guess you drink coffee black anyway, but... Are you drinking uh, our roommate's coffee? Because he, like, makes cups of espresso oh, in that thing. so yeah. interesting. That's the thing is I, I, I bought some just random coffee, but it's, yeah, it's not that great. So today I was like, give me the rundown. I got that Tim Hortons can in the freezer you can open and use that. Yeah, yeah. What, what are the kind of coffees you guys drink? I mean... That's about it. That's um, about you can play with your phone some more while we're recording again, but... <laughs> Let's all play with our phones. Anyway, what I was saying, what I was trying to say was that there's a Tim Hortons here, like just right beside in that gas station. I think I oh yeah, but that's yeah, that's good. Not, it's not a real Tim Hortons. It's like a serve yourself. Tim, all it has is yeah. coffee. Doesn't even have donuts or anything. But 
that's like serve yourself so all the cups are there and they still have rope the rim cups there i was there yesterday you should just take them all yeah seriously shove them down your pants i know like there's a giant sh- cock i could there's i just took one a, a limit though to when you can even redeem them it's got to be coming up soon it says mm-hmm. on them it's like may 4th or something so. well fuck just yeah just go them and then roll them all up one day yeah. It's a day's I mean, life. if you want a Jeep Cherokee, that's the only one you really need to redeem, right? Yeah. So if you just go in and take them all and just boop doo and just walk out, they probably won't stop you. I doubt it. <laughs> stop if you took all their cups. <laughs> Based on the fact that they wouldn't have any more cups, they might stop you. <laughs> you just act like you're supposed to be like you're the cup inspector. That is a good point. Just, just go, go in with, with a, like a hat on of some sort. Go in with, just carry a pizza box. <laughs> Speaking of that, mind if I heat up a piece of pizza? Before yeah, we, we need some pizza before we go over. I'm drunk. All right, let's wait. We got... Uh, Okay, I'll start it. Bitch, cake, grab, uh, One time I had sex with this woman who scared the shit out of me. It was the most traumatic night of my life. I was 18, and I met a woman who was about 25. She was a nymphomaniac, a true nymphomaniac, which is something that guys think they want, a woman that's going to fuck you all night long, so you find out that, yes, she's going to fuck you all night long. Just think about it for a second. Oh, man, it was brutal. She was crazy. She was like, come on, fuck me. Come on. And I'm like, hey, all right, I think I am. I don't even know. Just second. And I'm young, so I'm trying like, yeah, I'm fucking you. Ooh, I, ow, hey, Jesus, stop. Finally, I was like, I don't want to fuck you anymore. I'm sorry that I fucked you, and I don't want to fuck you anymore. I want to go home. But she wouldn't stop. She was like backing herself into me really hard. She's going like, bang, bang, bang. And it really fucking hurt a lot, you know? <laughs> so I had to say something to her. But what do you say, really, in that situation? What's the appropriate? You know what I said? I said, hey, take it easy there. It's the most polite thing I could think of. I didn't want to say, hey, don't back your snatch into me so hard. You're going to rip my dick off, you fucking lunatic. I thought that would hurt her feelings. God damn it. Shit is ridiculous. I just got to sleep. It seems like lately time be beating my ass Every second is like a right hook From Iron Mike Tyson in his prime It's like my mind is on a treadmill I'm sweating bullets I see the plug but I can't pull it This belt just keeps bringing me back And every minute it's like a tiger uppercut From Sagat I'm up against these ropes And ain't no telling if I win or not These gloves is getting heavy It's fight or flight You know how that goes Facing classes chasing Got me dodging obstacles And every hour's like a tightrope I walk with greasy shoes Still yet I got my conscience telling me That I can't lose So every time I start slipping And ego start tripping I focus real hard Levitate just like I'm God and everything is lovely I'm in the clouds, no one above me With the gift to differentiate snakes From those that love me There's a thin line between happiness and hopeless And even then a line between on point and out of focus But back to my story about my fall from glory And how I levitate from the fate I put before me They say be patient But what the fuck is patience when my heart is racing Put yourself in my situation, try to be humble You won't refrain from getting pissed when you look down To see you falling right through times of business Start to see visions, memories you really miss, simple things 
things like your first birthday wish, your first girlfriend, your first love, your first French kiss, your first time feeling hate, the first time you got this, your first day of school, your very first college class, your first time touching titties, first time you got ass, your first time learning wrong from right, first lonely night, the first time you got your ass whooped, and your first real fight, your first triple double dare, your first pubic hair, your first time watching Jason, your first nightmare, that's when you realize that time was your worst nightmare, and now you stuck asking yourself why ain't life fair, you get closer to the bottom, see the end of your line, your first time ever losing this battle with time, but right before you meet your death, one more memory left, the only one that's obsolete was your first breath, the only one that's obsolete was your first breath, the only one that's obsolete was your first one breath, one to the next, clock switch when you least expect, and make the simplest shit complex, the baby face got the planet full, books get judged by their covers worldwide, coincide with the illest, the real is just fictional dreams, no time to deal with two-dimensional fiends, shit hits the fan with every click of a hand, I'll be a man eventually, when the kid in me is satisfied, but till the day arrives, all I got is 85. Clocking kill motivation, that's why I'm never rocking a watch. What's a deadline when you're living on your own time? I'm living slow, Peter Pan style, son. You didn't know I never grow up. My mind is set at six years old. As far as I'm concerned, it's grown up shit. It's for the birth, so past the Skittles, Juju Fruit. And now, ladies and nerds, I'm eating sweets until my teeth fall out and I can't see. And I'm deaf in my left ear, but my right ear here is living happily. So why you mad at me? Cause your frustrations gave you gray hairs. 99% of your life spent chasing American nightmares. Fuck outta here, I'm crazy childish. Just check the habits. I play with my food, pick my nose and eat it, damn it, plus I'll pick my scabs, I'll be the first to pop a blister, cause I'm more immature than that cat from sister sister, if my parents tell me no, I'ma do it anyway, experience will make more sister than anything that they could ever say, forever playing video games, till I'm sleepy, Tony Hawk's pro skater please, you never beat me so, basically you're better off paying a bill or something, your mind is elderly, 40 over the hill or something, I'm young at heart, I'ma forever be a kid, I'm on some time hate shit, you ever seen the movie Big, my heart is trapped in 85, the coolest place I've ever been in my life, we watching Smurfs, eating cinnamon light, never knew a crack rock, cause it was fraggle, only peak pussy we knew was snaggle. Your mind's in the dirt, we playing hungry hippo till our hands hurt. What you know about pouring out a whole box of tricks to get the toy out scared to go to sleep cause something's under your bed. And all it took was a look to get the thoughts out your head. And then you fall right to sleep without a worry in your mind. That's why I can't understand why cats be hurrying time. And I don't wanna grow up, I'm a crab apple kid. And I enjoy the company of people I relate with. But if it comes down to it, to deal with cats that out of spots, I just close my eyes. One moon to the next, clock switch when you least expect to make the simplest shit complex. The baby face got the planet full. Books get judged by their covers worldwide. Coincide with the illest. The realest just fictional dreams. No time to deal with two-dimensional fiends. Shit hits the fan with every click of a hand. I'll be your man eventually when the kid in me is satisfied. But till the day arrives, one moon to the next. Clock switch when you least expect to make the simplest shit complex. The baby face got the planet full. Books get judged by their covers worldwide. Coincide with the illest. The realest it's just fictional dreams. No time to deal with two-dimensional fiends. Shit hits the fan with every click of a hand. I'll be a man eventually when the kid in me is satisfied. But till the day arrives, all I got is 85. Final countdown.ca